Hello and welcome to episode 14 of The Long Haul from Uship. Today's episode is all about Electronic Bill of Lading, or EBOL, the new product we launched last week on the Uship platform that digitizes the bill of lading process. First joining us is Dominique. She is a senior customer success manager on our in-home delivery team. She joins us to talk about the positive impacts this is having for both clients and carriers on the platform. Next up, Dean Jutil and I sit down with carriers Brad and Carolyn of Circle B Shipping, a service provider on our platform. They have been an early adopter of EBOL and have some really great information about how this has positively impacted their business. It was really great to chat with them, and we look forward to bringing this episode and this product to you. Enjoy. All right, joining me now is Dominique. She is our senior account manager on our in-home delivery team. Dominique, how are you doing today? I am doing good, Joe. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Uh, so before we get started talking about EBOL, um, I wanted to just kind of give you a chance to talk about what you do here at UShip and how you interact with our customers and carriers every day. Cool. Yeah, um, I can talk about that for a little bit. Um, so I um, have been at UShip for uh, about two and a half years. Um, I'm, like I said, the senior customer success manager uh, for our in-home delivery program. Um, and so my role here at UShip is to support our higher volume business customers uh, that ship furniture and household items to our platform. So um, I help ensure that the customers are successfully onboarded and explain how our products work, as well as establish processes for listing and managing those shipments based on their needs. And then, you know, we work together to resolve any exceptions, which would be some of those random situations where maybe, um, you know, addresses are incorrect and we need to communicate that to the carrier or, you know, maybe someone's not available, uh, you know, to deliver the item or something like that. So um, I help with all of those um, potentially, you know, little tricky situations. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so uh, in terms of interacting with the carriers, um, my interactions are all, um, you know, just being super communicative on those shipment situations that may arise from some of those exceptions and just making sure that um, everyone has the information that they need in order to get all of their shipments completed. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, you take on a lot for sure. Um, so when you do, are dealing with uh, clients like Cherish and uh, some of the other accounts that you um, are, are running here at UShip, uh, what are some of the main things that they're wanting when it comes to to working with UShip and the carriers on our platform? I'd say um, one of the biggest things they feel like uh, that these high volume shippers want is just transparent communication. You know, a lot of different people can be involved in the shipping process, and it's really important to just keep all that communication open so that everyone's on the same page and you know available to assist if you know, anything is needed, you know, it's shipping and there's random things that can happen that are, you know, out of everyone's control. And, and we as support, we can only help if we know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, in the event that like something may happen, you know, being communicative and being reliable and and flexible to those situations is going to help resolve those issues more quickly. And that speaks volumes to partners. Um, you know, they are looking to build relationships with carriers that they can both grow together and have a mutually beneficial situation and working relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they want carriers that they can work with and who can communicate. And, you know, they also um, 
you know, do have a, a level of expectation in terms of professionalism. You know, a lot of cases, you know, the carrier is actually the only person that the end customer might see from that purchase with the partner. So a lot of our partners do view carriers as an extension of their company. And so, you know, they, you know, want someone who's going to give um, their customers a positive experience as well. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of moving into the electronic bill of lading, um, you know, let's kind of talk about the transition from, you know, the traditional paper bill of lading to what we're offering with electronic bill of lading. Um, so, you know, kind of help us understand what that means and why our shipping customers are such a big component uh, of this, uh, this new technology that we're introducing. Yeah. So, I mean, as we all know, the bill of lading is just that documentation for shipping. Um, it's basically just the receipt for the shipment. Um, what you should have created is EBOL. So, Basically, it puts all of that shipment information that you need um, and that needs to be notated um, at pickup and delivery. So it docu- it takes notes of the item's condition, photos, and obtains signatures and puts it all into a nice, easy-to-use electronic experience through the mobile app and the website. So um, it's great because carriers no longer need paper. They just need their phone or an electronic device in order to get that. Um, and, you know, typically what we've been seeing is that carriers will use either, you know, their own printed BOLs that they have, or they'll go off and they'll print the BOL that we generated on the site, mm-hmm. or um, they'll potentially pull up the generated BOL, um, like as a PDF, and they'll pull it up like on their phone or their iPad and fill it out that way. Um, but sometimes that can just pose a problem. I mean not having paper um, or being on the road and not having paper is, is a bit of a challenge. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like a lot of drawbacks that carriers run into today with the traditional, you know, method. I mean, there's so many ways it can go wrong, like running out of paper or printer breaking while you're on the road or, um, you know, having to print three copies of one document is mm-hmm. a lot for a carrier to manage all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially if you're on the road and you may not necessarily know where you need to go get paper. And I mean, it's not like trucks have printers. And I mean, I don't know a lot of people that have printers anymore. So um, getting that paper is not always very easy. And, um, you know, and things happen too. Like, so if you do rely on your phone, you know, sometimes phones do really crazy things and maybe it doesn't load. Um, So also, you know, just having that, having it through the app is actually just a little bit, a little bit more reliable. Yeah, and not having a paper ink. That's another thing that people don't think about. Oh, yeah. Ink can get expensive. So <laughs> when it comes to, to the shipper perspective or, or the customer mm-hmm. perspective here, um, what are the advantages to, to them as, as using an uh, EBOL as well? Um, not just the carrier, but the, the shipping customer also. For sure. So, um, so in terms of the shipping customer, it actually does give a little bit of transparency um, into... Um, more accurate updates and everything. So um, typically, carriers will have to manually go in and update shipment statuses. Um, Now that's all automatically done. So um, carriers will be able to see that in a bit more real time, which is really nice. And they will have, you know, just more um, accessibility for that information. So they'll be able to go to that shipment, pull up that BOL information, and, you know, it helps them resolve things faster on their end. Um, you know, if there's a question about something post-delivery, uh, they'll easily be able to go and pull up that BOL, um, you know, without having to maybe make contact or, you know, reach out and 
can you just have that information at your fingertips a lot quicker. For sure. Yeah. And we'll get into how this protects carriers in a minute, but another thing that is really advantageous for an EBOL for, um, you know, shipping customers perspective is, um, you know, in these types of transactions where a customer is buying something online and not able to see it beforehand, um, this really protects, you know, both the, the client and maybe the seller of the item from any type of damage claim. You know, if it's documented clearly at pickup, you know, that means it existed, uh, that the item's arriving as is. So it's, you know, not been damaged or, you know, that it wasn't misrepresented, um, you know, on the seller's behalf, you know, when it was purchased uh, by the client and it can help, you know, shield them from any type of, of claims coming back on them. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some circumstances where more complete information uh, would safeguard uh, on the carrier side, uh, some someone who's got a small business? I would I would say mostly in damage disputes. I mean, it you know they're infrequent, but you know things do happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know if a claim needs to be filed, you know, and as a carrier, if you know that you didn't create that damage, um, and you need to provide proof of that, you know, something that documents the item's condition, you know, photos, notes, anything like that. If you don't have that, you know, that could really cause a risk for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they do want to file a claim and, you know, maybe they end up finding out that they need full value for that, you know, if there's no proof, they may come back, come back on you for that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'd say that's definitely a situation where um, having that complete information is going to be super valuable um, because it it just provides protection, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's tough because a lot of times when these types of disputes happen, it's it's you know he said she said, and it's you know one person's word versus another's, and typically, uh, you know, it's the customer's always right is the mentality everybody has, and unless you can have you know some kind of proof to document that you know you were you were correct or that you didn't damage something or, or whatever that your word is is solid, uh, it's difficult to, you know, for a company to take the side of a carrier and having a BOL that's filled out definitely, um, it makes it sort of indisputable. So, uh, what about carriers who have multiple drivers or teams of drivers? Um, that's definitely not an issue. Um, what's really cool is that, um, carriers can actually just provide a magic, a single web link to anyone on their team, uh, as well as their shipping customers. Um, so everyone's in the know. Um, you basically just get that through the website and anyone can access that. Um, the drivers don't need a UShip account for that. Um, they don't have to download the app. Um, and they also don't need any of your account information. So like they don't need to log in or anything. Um, you just give them that link and they'll be able to access it. Yeah, that's great. And the final thing I just want to hit on is, you know, we're releasing this product. Um, It's definitely something we want people to use, but is it going to be required for customers as of right now? No, it's not going to be a requirement. Um, However, you know, with a lot of the things that we said, you know, it's highly encouraged for the carrier's protection. It it is, you know, an industry standard and, you know, just really common sense to have these um, circumstances documented and, you know, just gives you an extra um, sense of professionalism. And a paper BOL is fine, um, you know, but there's no guarantees that it's going to contain necessarily everything to protect you. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like insurance. You know, you never know if you're going to need it, but, you know, when it happens, you know, you'll be glad that you have it. And it could definitely save you, you know, thousands if full, a full demand is or full value is demanded for the item. So um, yeah, for sure. it's worth the extra time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it should be noted that, uh, you know, 
bills of lading are required on every shipment, especially in exclusive shipments, not for every shipment on the eShip platform, but if you're doing something within, within in-home delivery or anything with the exclusive badging, the, the BOL is already a requirement. So mm-hmm. it's an easy transition to, to make this uh, on the platform and knowing that uShip is going to store these for you um, on our end, um, you know, it makes accessing them if there's ever somebody, you know, trying to make a claim or um, saying that an item wasn't delivered, you know, having the ability to wherever you are, pull that up and, and share it is is uh, really beneficial, not having to write, you know, rifle through all your papers and, and all that. Um, it's also, you know, always have backups. I think it's always smart to have a backup yeah. plan in case, um, you know, somebody isn't comfortable signing a phone and wants a, uh, an actual hard copy or, you know, any exception case where, you know, you might want to keep a few extra bills of ladings, you know, in the cabin of your truck. But mm-hmm. by and large, um, the goal here is to, is to get everybody to transition to this um, electronic bill of lading. And, you know, who knows in the future, it might be something that, um, you know, does require, uh, you know, certain clients might require it for all their shipments. Uh, we don't really know where the product's going to go. So it's a good idea to get used to it now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially for exclusive shipments, I mean, it is an expectation that, you know, BOLs are used. And I mean, and it is for some of the situations that, you know, we explained. I mean, it's it's going to provide just that level of protection and professionalism and, and you know, that documentation. You know, we, we don't want, you know, carriers to have to take responsibility for something that wasn't their fault. And yeah. so, um, you know, it's just, you know, taking that extra couple minutes and um, it's it's totally worth it. Exactly. Yeah. There's no reason not to protect your business like that. It, it can yeah. save you so much and not just in headaches, uh, but in actual, uh, you know, financial impact, mm-hmm. just taking this simple step. Yeah, for sure. Well, Dom, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh, chat with us about this. Uh, we're really excited to, to get it out there and uh, we appreciate you uh, sharing your insights. Yeah, of course. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped about it as well. Um, I think it's going to be something really good for our program and, you know, our marketplace at large. So super pumped. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Joining me now from Circle B Shipping are Brad and Carolyn. Brad and Carolyn, how are you guys doing today? Hey, good. 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 Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for taking time to be with us. Uh, wh- where are you guys today? We're actually at home. Oh, good. Uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys uh, just came off the road, it sounds like? Yeah, after a five-day trip. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, one of the reasons that Dean and I wanted to have you on um, was, you know, your, your story is um, really interesting, just kind of, um, you know, your decision to start your business and how the timing was um, pretty fortuitous with when you joined Yusuf. So I'd just kind of like to start there, if you could kind of share um, the origin of your business and how you got to where you are today. Uh, sure, sure. So um, we both, basically, the two of us, we're, we're married with no kids, and we were basically working opposite shifts and jobs that neither one of us really cared that much about. And um, I had seen some some different things with regard to you ship as far as um, customers and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, this might be an idea of a way for us to kind of explore things and and basically try to find a way to work for ourselves. Um, and, then, and then things just sort of exploded. Um, I wasn't expecting her to agree to, to come on the road. And then yeah. um, it, it kind of all sort of snowballed from there. 
That's awesome. And so, you know, you, I think that you guys sort of started right around the same time as, as you ship in home delivery. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, was that, that definitely seemed like it was, um, something that helped. Did you, who were some of the first uh, customers that you, um, found success working for? Um, EBTH, everything but the house. Um, and Cherish. And were the, Cherish. Were the first two that, were the first two that we really started uh, working with. And and both of them were really nice and sweet in the beginning because, like, we would try to bid on shipments with, like, no reviews and no anything. And they they declined us, obviously. And then, you know, yeah. what's nice about it, we would, I'd send a message saying, how do I go about earning your business? And then they were really clear with, you know, you need some positive reviews, and then we'll take a chance. And both of them were were really neat about that. And once we started working with them, we were able to keep a good relationship with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, you guys are definitely one of their, uh, both of their favorite carriers. So it's been great seeing that relationship grow. And that, yeah, that was even before we had um, networks was sort of make those shipments not visible to people that don't have reviews. So it's, it's awesome that you guys were able to to build that rapport with them. Yeah, they, one, one question. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Brad. No, I, I was just I was just going to say that the um, the re, the relationship's just very mutual. It, it's, it's with EBTH, for example. It's well, both of them actually. It's been two years and multiple different people, um, and they're just all neat people. Whereas with Cherish, it's pretty much always been I think Katie, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, she's probably one of the most amazing people we we have not yet met. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's just they're both really amazing companies. So awesome. So uh, this is Dean. One question I had for you is, um, uh, as you think back to those early days of starting the business and having to gain those reviews, any advice you have for carriers out there who are are trying to build up their reviews or maybe listening to this podcast and, and you know, words of wisdom that you might be able to share with them as you went through, maybe talk about your first shipment, um, how that worked out and kind of where that took you as you began to build that, that, uh, those reviews and that feedback on you ship. Um, I think the biggest thing in all honesty is, is a positive and I would argue somewhat humble, um, approach with it. Um, a lot of times when we would be bidding on shipments, we, I think in the beginning, I think we got shipments just because other carriers were for lack of a better word, kind of rude in the questions or, and things like that. Um, and you know, so that it just, honestly, it, before we even did anything, we looked better because we were nice and polite, um, which was a help. Yeah. We, inter- um, when we were bidding on, uh, shipments, we would introduce ourselves. Um, we would let them know, like, you know, our timelines and ask if, you know, that would work. And they seemed to prefer us to other shippers who were, kind of rude like you need to increase your price you know whatever Mm -hmm. um but we were willing to take it as what it was and um yeah just just the definite talking um Mm -hmm. in the questions section yeah oh we always ask questions pretty much always before we would book a shipment just because it kind of helped them get to know us and and vice versa yeah yeah that's great advice and definitely like then the tone you carry yourself with goes a long way for sure yeah, very much so. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 we know it's like something that everybody's trying to rush through and be fast. And and honestly, that's why the in-home delivery has worked out for us as well, because it takes so much less time for us to book a shipment. But we found in the beginning that it was just much better to be on the same page with the shipper. Uh, you know, it, that way, it just, it, you know, other problems didn't come up. So it just made it a lot easier. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thanks for that. That's good. That's great. Uh, great insights. Thank you.
So you guys were also, and you know, as we've released this um, EBOL product, the Electronic Bill of Lading, um, you have been one of the the earliest adopters for it, uh, which has been cool to see. Um, so I just kind of wanted to start with your experience using this uh, so far. It's been a few months. Um, and, and I know that with everything that's new, especially in you know an industry like shipping where you've got you know established protocols, there's always a learning curve. But you know, starting out using this, are there some things that you've liked about it um, or any you know areas where it saved you time, things like that? Um, I love the fact that it makes you take pictures. Because sometimes when you get to a place, um, everybody's trying to rush. And so you don't exactly get the pictures that you need. So Mm -hmm. the fact that it makes you take pictures um, at pickup is totally key. I love it because then I can, um, you know, pick out certain damages or, you know, scratches, nicks, um, you know. Um, other things. And so I can document that right away. And the fact that it forces me to do that is awesome. And it gives you an excuse in front of both the the seller and the the receiver where, you know, Hey, this is just part of our procedure. So it doesn't, I don't know, for like, it doesn't feel like you don't feel shady or something like that. So it it, it kind of takes off that out of the equation. For sure. I like that. So it just kind of formalizes things you're probably already doing, but now it, it kind of, you have a, a way to show that it's, you know, you're being guided by the process. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think, and also in all honesty, and I hate to be on the negative side of things, but I think the fact that it forces you on delivery, um, I think we're all aware that there's sometimes disputes between buyers and sellers and things like that as far mm-hmm. as conditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it sort of, for lack of a better word, deters somebody that may say be a little bit less than honest about something down the road. They know we took the picture. You know, yeah. and they know that it was taken on delivery. So it kind of yeah, takes out a gray area there. We've definitely been in situations where two weeks later, somebody says, oh, this was damaged. But right. I have a picture of it that says, no, no it wasn't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So in, in your in your mind, then, is this a, um, you know, a movement towards the digital version of this, both photos, notes, and things like that? Um is that a better protection for your business um, in terms of, you know, claims down the road or is that, is that kind of, that's kind of what I'm taking from what your, your, your point yeah, here that's, is. That's exactly how we feel. Yeah. I, I believe okay. so. Yeah. Okay. And it, it is, you know, it, it, it also provides a fairly quick way to access that information too, because I know one of the issues that we have when we were doing things with paper would be, you know, uh, we usually keep, I'd say about a month's worth of old, BOLs with us just in case things come up. But sometimes we're on the road, we don't have the documentation from a shipment several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would actually be much quicker because you don't have to wait for us to get home to find it, to send it to you, et cetera. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So so what advice do you then have for carriers who maybe have been using traditional um, BOL? And I know you, you've you been in that camp because you've been printing them within your cab and, and providing in that way. And um, uh, which has been kind of the, the standard for for many carriers. So as you as you've been evolving with this technology, what advice do you have for carriers who might be in that still in, have a foot in that traditional way of doing it? And um, um, you know, what encouragement would you have to kind of move the direction of of the digital digital side of things? Um, I think for for us, it's a kind of a matter of there's a comfort factor with what you know um, and what you you know what you do. So. 
a lot of times it's just more a matter of a leap of faith. Like I know for us, a lot of the quote unquote issues that we had with it really kind of weren't there. They were just sort of mental roadblocks on our part of this isn't how we usually do it. And I, I think one of the things that everybody can agree on is that the digital age is here and, you know, paper is going by the wayside. And then, and, and also from the standpoint of, I like it so that, you know, it, with UShip, it, like, let's say that there's a dispute. I don't think we've had one since we've been on this, but let's say that there was a dispute as opposed to it needing to be a huge email chain, Dominique or whoever can just say, Hey, um, this came up. I'm looking through the pictures and I'll get in touch with you if something else is necessary, you know, we're, so that, that it's already there. Right. Totally. Got yeah. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I really like just hearing you guys, you know, it, it, your adoption of, of the EBOL, it kind of mirrors your story with joining with a website. It's just, you guys are, it seems like you're willing to take the leap of faith when it, it, it does make sense. And I, I think that's a, that's really cool about you guys. I like that. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really grateful for the opportunity. Um, I don't know too many other places where two people that didn't know really much of anything about the transportation industry could actually, you know, make something work in as quick a time. So yeah. we're very grateful for the platform. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate that. So uh, have you guys used, um, you know, the feature where um, a customer isn't available at pickup or delivery? Yes. Yes. And how did that go for you? Um, it, that part works, works well. I, I, my, my concern with that is more just a, something down the road um, because we just don't have, if, if we're in that case, like I can't go back and say, well, here's where you sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and and I, I think that's where, and may just be an anxiety point on my part, um, but it's just a matter of, I personally really like having that person signing it just because I feel like it really takes out a lot of other questions. Gotcha. Yeah. So, that is my one, you know, that's my one caveat to it. Um, and so uh, in all honesty, we try very hard not to do it. But we do we take the picture. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Right. And it, have you had some customers who, um, you know, given COVID concerns, have preferred just to have you um, just tap the button for them or um, versus oh, absolutely. Yes. We've had yes. that happen. Yep. Yeah, we've definitely had that happen and, and we've done so because obviously we're our, our whole thing with this with the COVID relationship has just been, uh, you know, trying to manage our comfort level with everybody else's. So if someone wants to be safe, we are all about it and we encourage it. Yeah. So, so we definitely it, it's just like I said, for our, our, our sake, not for our sake, but just, you know, a, a down the road, I'm just not sure I could see a situation where that may come up where customers, well, I didn't sign it. They just pressed that button. And, you know, right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, and there, there's definitely plans to make it so that the that process, you know, there's uh, geotagging, um, and it, there might even be companies where it's just not allowed. You know, that process. You know, if, if a company isn't comfortable with it, and the carrier's okay with making sure there's a signature, but um, I am glad that it, it's addressed. You know, the immediate need during COVID to make sure that all parties are you know comfortable with um, documentation because you know with the paper bill BOL, it's like it's not even an option. You know. Yeah. 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 It is. It's, it, it's, um, you know, these times make all, all of us have to be a little bit adaptable. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have there been any times, um, uh, that you, well, let's, let's let ask this. Have there been, are there any tips and tricks that you have that after using it now for a few months and your learning curve has um, probably flattened a little bit and you've kind of figured it out in different ways, again, taking that leap of faith. Um, are there any, any tips or tricks, especially with photo uploading, maybe in an area that 
um, it doesn't have great reception or, um, cause that's certainly is a factor. Um, you know, things like that, that you, to, to get around areas that as we're continuing to evolve the product as well, that you would, that you would share that you've kind of figured out along the way. Yeah, we have a, a yeah, couple. Um, <laughs> well, we've, we've been in, um, especially because of this hurricane, um, several stops, um, we, there was no yeah. cell reception. Um, in the state so of Connecticut, we were unable <laughs> to use the EBOL. Um, so I would take pictures with my phone um, and then I would screenshot them and basically um, take a picture, yeah, take of, a the picture, picture. of the picture for the EBOL. Oh, interesting. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, you- so that I could upload that. Yeah. Because kind of Dean, as we had talked about before, with the with regard to like if there was an offline version, I think it would probably yeah. solve most anything because mm-hmm. it just um, you know where basically we could upload the information even if it was like say a worksheet or something. I'm you know, um, but basically, yeah. Last Wednesday was was ridiculous with regard to the cell phone reception. It was just the storm knocked out most of the state of Connecticut, mm-hmm. and it was just you know it, it was Stone Age. We couldn't even book a hotel room, so. Um, but basically, you know, if we, we've learned to basically be a little bit adaptable, um, Mm -hmm. you know, taking pictures of pictures. Um, the other thing that Carolyn's gotten really good at is even if it's not necessarily in a bad reception, but she'll upload the pictures or or take the pictures and then you don't have to hit send right away. Mm -hmm. You know, like we'll wait till we get in the truck and kind of complete everything. You can take the notes, but at least while you're in front of it, you're getting the pictures. Right. Okay. So you, instead of waiting for those to upload in front of the customer and maybe taking some of that time, what I'm hearing you say is kind of get, get the communication done with the customer, let they've seen you take pictures. And then while you're in the cab, then you kind of finalize all the details before you start heading out. Is that what I'm exactly. 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 Yeah. That yeah. seems to speed up the process. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what percentage of time are you kind of still, and maybe if you're still, still straddling that, that digital versus a uh, print version, you know, are, are you kind of still straddling that a little bit or are you finding yourselves kind of moving more towards uh, EBOL a majority of the time? Uh, well, I, okay. So most of the time it's majority of the EBOL. I would say that we have adapted a little bit of something where we're trying to um, print one paper copy of, of a bill of lading mm-hmm. per shipment, just in case. So for one example would be, um, we made a pickup, uh, for Cherish the other, about a week or two ago on the EBOL. And we just didn't have anything in paper to give to the gentleman and that kind of bothered him. And then, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we Some figured customers do prefer yeah. like a piece of paper. Like mm-hmm. if, if yeah. you're going, if, if we're going, for example, the best example would be like Cherish EBTH where you're buying or selling from like a dealer or from um, like a store, it's not as big a deal. In fact, most of them kind of prefer the paperless. But then um, if you're going to pick it up from say Mrs. Jones or something who doesn't know the internet, doesn't trust it, and then we're not giving her anything for taking her property. It, it, it So that is the one caveat I have. So, you know, like I said, we just kind of have it to be ready in case. Gotcha. I like I like that preparation, but yeah, that that is a good yeah. a good reason to uh, to still carry paper as a backup, but lean on the the electronic version for most of it. Yeah, yeah like we were absolutely. printing, we were always yeah. printing out three copies. We're not doing that anymore. It's, it's usually just the one, just in case. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely saving, and I think it's definitely the right direction. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of this is just the customers 
you know, the end customer's standpoint. So, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Gotcha. Okay. Well, this has been really great perspective. I really thank you for, for sharing that all with us. Oh, Our pleasure. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys using it and I, I look forward to it um, being available for, for all shipments now. Um, so it's not just a cherish only thing for you and, um, you know, look forward to, you know, continuing to get your feedback from it and, and continue on our end to, uh, make improvements. So it, you know, it works for you, but, um, I'm really excited that, you know, as it is right now that you've, you've found it and have found uh, usefulness for it and that it has, you know, has positively impacted your y'all's business. That's really oh, great. That's the, oh, that's yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And we appreciate all the effort you guys go through because we know that that's not a small undertaking. Oh, thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you. And, and if anybody listening wants to um, find out more um, about Brad and Carolyn Vogel, uh, check out in the Circle B Shipping, check out our blog. There's a, a blog post there that talks about their background and, and how they've been using EBOL um, as well. So along with listening here, you can take in the written word um, on the blog as well. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. No, thank you. Have a great day. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of The Long Haul from UShip. We really appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed. If you did, please take a moment to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. We look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Until then, take care.